Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Expansion Pack podcast where we download this week's gaming news and we bring it straight to you. We're on episode 52 this week. 52. It's a good, good number. Um, yeah, and I, you know, I'm your host, Denzel, aka Black Eyes, joined by my co host each and every week, starting off with the man to my right here, Mr. Goopmaster Flex. What you doing, bro? You know, same old, stay gooping, you know what I'm saying? Gotta do it. You gotta do it. All right. And then, of course, we are joined by the man, the myth, the legend at the bottom here. May 25th. How you doing? Ah, man. You too much praise, man. I didn't even do shit. I didn't do shit to earn that. Gosh. I'll take it. Oh, you know, it's a long day, but we're here to talk about some games. Good shit to talk about. While we are living a lifestyle. Thanks, Coop. (laughs) You already know. Oh, man. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like you said, man, we're here to talk about some games. We definitely got a lot, a lot to talk about. Uh, Starting off with uh, Grand Theft Auto. You know, we're going to get into a little bit about what's going on there. Um, You know, we're going to give you guys our Battlefield 2042 review. And then we're also going to talk about Xbox's 20th anniversary stream that took place today as of recording. Um, But, you know, before we get into all that stuff, you know what we do each and every week. Chris, take it away. It's time for a little bit of an icebreaker this week. Um, this week's icebreaker kind of harps back on a little bit of a conversation that we had a couple weeks ago about the metaverse and all this stuff that Facebook's going to be doing. So now my question is, <clears throat> if you could think of a developer who, say, say this developer got the first, well, not the first, but got their hands on the dev kit for the metaverse, right? They got to make like a their first game in the metaverse. Who's the developer that you would pick to actually knock this out of the park? And what game do you see them making? That is the icebreaker. Okay. You wanna start it off? That was good. That was good. That was good. Um being honest, so <clears throat> excuse me. I put the icebreaker in, right? And I thought about this, and I thought about this, and I thought about this, and I was like, I got to be real. I think it would be uh, either an up-and-coming dev team or one that hasn't done anything yet, like one that we don't know about yet. I don't think any of the current people who make video games right now would be the first people to make the hitter game in the metaverse. The reason why I say this, right? Um, I think, you know, if you guys saw that episode when we talked about that, it was a very passionate discussion. <laughs> and um, one of the things for me was that it was a, such a jarring change from, like, the internet as we know it to this new thing, right? I have a feeling, not saying that EA and, and, and Activision and all these companies wouldn't be able to come up with a game, but I don't think they would know how to do it first. I, I offer it. I just can't see them doing that because at that point they're the old heads, right? They're not even the uh, the new kid on the block. Mm. And I just think that it's going to take some fresh minds, fresh eyes and some fresh like people like that haven't been doing it for as long to see where this wave is going and then taking it and then kind of running with it. You know, so like I, I it's hard for me to sit here and be like, "Oh yeah, for sure." Uh you know, Rare is going to come out with a game in the metaverse and it's going to knock it. Like, <laughs> like, like, 
Damn. I just picked the random one, but yeah, you no, get I what I'm saying. Yeah, though, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, I just, I can't see it. That was my answer. No. No. <laughs> 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 As big as any of these companies can get, it's just, it's hard for me to see one of them truly succeeding with it. You know, I, I even thought about, you know, companies like Epic Games and shit, you know, people make Fortnite and all that stuff. And I'm like, they were really innovative with, you know, what Fortnite was. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of changed the game. But it changed the game, but it didn't change everything. To me, this metaverse shit is going to change everything. And it's like, how do you come up with something that kind of like, Mm. pushes that i would argue that fortnite is its own metaverse but like i do get what you're saying like if you're looking at it from the standpoint of like the vision that zuckerberg laid out when he announced like meta and so on like as far as that goes you know what Hmm. because fortnite's still very confined within the uh, you know your tv screen and shit like this metaverse shit is it's going to be embedded within our reality right it's like data well, in lifetime. I think that's I, how they, I took it. At least. I, well, like the, his vision of it, <laughs> yes, absolutely. But also, like I think the also the point to remember is that I guess the metaverse is. I think more than anything, the metaverse is really just a rebranding of shit that we already have. It's just like expanding the idea of like interconnectivity and everything. So, like instead of it being like games as a service now, it's like the metaverse is a thing. So I think if you if you're talking about metaverse for like I guess the literal definition of it, we're already there, it already exists. But like if you're looking at it from the standpoint of what Zuckerberg outlined and like a la Ready Player One, yeah, like it's yeah. <clears throat> it's a different it's definitely a different vibe. I do think that Fortnite would evolve to fit into that metaverse though. Um, I do too. But first? Oh uh, yeah, I, I I think they could definitely be one of the first, absolutely. Because mm. I think Zuckerberg already mentioned that he's working with Epic Games to kind of like mm, so they got a head advantage. Okay. In okay. some in some respects, but I think like a lot of people are racing to implement the things that we need to, you know, the, the I right now it's all about like laying the groundwork to get there like 10 or 5 years from now, right? Um <clears throat> but I do agree with you though. I don't think it's like I think the thing that the the killer app for what if if I guess you could say if there is a killer app for the metaverse, I don't think that we, the people who are making video games right now are going to hit that. I think to me, it's very much like, um, <clears throat> like what, what's the killer app for VR? It's like Beat Saber. And Beat Saber was like made by a brand new studio. You know, no, nobody really had ever heard of them before, but they saw like the medium of VR and decided, okay, like we could do something different with this. And like, everybody loves that game. Um, so I do think it'll be a similar situation. It'll be some like random indie studio we never heard before that will probably pop that off. But I do have my own answer, but I'm gonna save it for last. Manny, uh, you know, what's what's your answer on this one? Hmm. Like if if you live in a time where the metaverse is like a thing, but it hasn't been that first hitter, but we have the technology for it, like you know, like on some yeah, really player one type stuff. Yeah, everything's there. I feel like I got to give it to Bethesda. I feel like they'll make an amazing world for like a metaverse kind of game. I mean, they made a wasteland. They made a, you know, I guess it cost Skyrim like medieval swords and dragons and magic and powers and everything like that. They got that universe as well. And, you know, got the universe of Starfield that's, you know, soon to come out next year. I feel like 
you know, with the universes they made, they already have like the perfect outline for like a metaverse kind of world. And not only that, but I'm sure they have great minds to make even a better one that, you know, we'll possibly see in the future. So, you know, if I'm making all my money, I'm sure Microsoft probably, you know, thinking about that too in the mind, especially with the metaverse becoming more mainstream, I would say. So, um, you know, I'm hoping for like a fallout wasteland. So it can be, you know, bugs without bugs. I talking about bugs. Bethesda (laughs) with no bugs. You know There's, what though? I, I, sorry, man. That's Kashab, but you know you got to give them the benefit of the doubt now that you know they they got that Microsoft money now. Maybe oh, yeah. maybe we less buggy, True. you know. Let's talk about True. Bethesda after Starfield. Let's see what kind of bugs Starfield got. <laughs> True. True. Because if that falls flat, man, it's gonna be right in the same boat. Well, same. Boat. Hold on, wait. wait. Let's, A lot let's of hype for Starfield. Uh, let's bro. let's backtrack though, because here's the thing though. You can you can have a game that hits and still be buggy, right? You know what I mean? Like Fallout, like Fallout 3, Fallout 4, New Vegas, all of those games were buggy as shit. (laughs) But like, they were all hits, you know? So, yeah. This is, I guess I guess let's qualify that, but uh, but man, you were about, about to say something. Bugging like the no, metaverse version, it's so crazy. <laughs> I mean, even even with the bugs, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like Denzel said, we're all gonna find a way to have a great time. Not all games got to be perfect. I mean, it's the metaverse we're talking about. I'm sure, there's gonna be a lot of games that are gonna be buggy when it first come out. There's gonna so. be a lot of growing pains, but mm-hmm. I think it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Um, all right, so for me, man, I gotta say. When I think about when I think about the metaverse and like specifically the vision that was outlined with like the Ready Player One esque thing, you know the thing that I want to see out of a like a dev team is immersion, right? So if I think about some of the developers out there that kind of like lead the charge in like immersing a player into a specific experience, I think uh, similar to what Manny says, I would I would look towards Bethesda's like suite of studios. Not Bethesda Softworks, though. I would actually have to go with Arcane. I think that the games that they make from Deathloop, um, Dishonored, so on and so forth, they do a really good job of immersing you into an experience. And I would be... Like, I just feel like they're very inventive. They they make very different creative things and find a way to immerse their, their <clears throat> players into the worlds that they create. So... I would love to see what they would do, you know, with like a metaverse type game, like in VR or AR or whatever it is that they managed to come up with. And then um, like I, I have two answers, but like my, my kind of second one would probably have to be anything that Vince Sampella does right now. Vince Sampella is the, the person who heads up Respawn. Um, he was like one of the original creators of Call of Duty. Uh, he created Medal of Honor, so on and so forth. He all the games like all those games that I just mentioned to you right in their early days like immersion was a very big part of it. Like imagine playing called, I know Medal of Honor is like coming out in VR on Oculus Quest, like I think next week or this week or something like that. Um, But like imagine playing like Call of Duty 2 or 3, like storming the beaches of Normandy in VR. And like that experience is something that you're doing with a ton of other people. Like, Like you are all reliving that moment of, like the battle of normandy and so it's like the millions of people if you if anybody's ever played a world war ii game and ever played like the battle of normandy it's like each one of those people on the beach is another person like in the metaverse 
like imagine that experience how fucking insane that would be and like all the the immersive capabilities that can come with that um i think those would be like my two like like that would be amazing i would love to see both of those studios get their hands on the tech and just do something crazy with it interesting definitely dope hey man if only, if only one day we get to our hands in this, and you know, we just gotta wait till that day comes. Apparently, it's ten years from now. Hey man, ten years. I'll wait. We already got a bunch of stuff to play with. What's another ten gonna do? <laughs> uh, but yeah, you're not wrong. We do have a lot yeah. to play now. Yeah, there'll be a lot of shit within the. Ne- I mean, we should get GTA Six at some point within the next ten years. Whoa, 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 don't don't get too ahead of yourself. Hey, no, nah, I mean, no, he's, he's right, he's right I on mean, time, yo. That's a great Chris. Thank you for that one. That's a perfect segue. I see, I see what you did there. I see you. I see you, my boy. So you know that leads us to our first topic, ladies and gentlemen. Here we got um we got GTA GTA trilogy, the definitive edition, has released this week. Uh, I guess technically last week, right? Last Friday. Um, as of this recording. So, you know, we got GTA 3, GTA Vice City, and GTA San Andreas all lumped into one beautiful little package here. Um, Manny, you know, I know this is this is your thing. You're the resident, like, GTA super fan here. So I'm going to let you take this story and run with it. All right. Well, unless you've been living under rock, then you probably heard that GTA Definitive Edition isn't really hitting as it should be. I mean, as, as compared to by Paul Tassi, a cyberpunk-like launch. Sadly, we, um, Grand Theft Auto has been having a lot of bugs with the Definitive Edition. The graphics hasn't been hitting. As we can see, a lot of people are actually making fun of it on Twitter, as well as I've seen some Instagram memes as well. Um, you know, I feel like what ended up happening was they took the recipe... And somehow, instead of putting the eggs or the milk, they put the water instead and kind of, like, messed up the, you know, the cake. So what ended up happening is there's a lot of bugs. A lot of people are saying the game is practically unplayable sometimes. I've experienced actually quite a lot of bugs myself. Like, for example, there'll be missions where I just started and, like, for some reason I wouldn't be able, like, to move a car or anything like that. And then there's even this one point where I was about to complete a mission and what ended up happening was, like, I needed to, like, shoot somebody, like, whatever, you know, some basic GTA missions, and, like, my weapon wheel wouldn't work, or I wouldn't be able to switch any weapons. I had my fist out, and I got gunned down pretty much and stuff like that. So pretty frustrating bugs. <laughs> Honestly, you know, I got I got to play a handful of Vice City. Um, the game design as well felt weird. I mean, personally, I think the game looks a lot dark, but I'm sure that's probably fixed with, like, brightness settings on my monitor. I just haven't got to switch that yet. But the rain effects looks pretty horrendous. Like, it's pretty much blinding unless you really can go through that. Like, the rain literally just, like, covers the whole screen. You really can't see anything. It's pretty much unplayable, in my opinion, when it rains. Um, Again... It's sad to see. Um, Rockstar even took it out on the Rockstar game launch on the PC. I actually brought it back today as on like 2 p.m. or whatever. But it's sad that like we get the definitive edition, something that we think is going to make these classic games that were great even better, but somehow make it worse while also taking away those assets of we, that we had of playing the old games by taking them out to stores and everything like that and not being able to buy the game again. And we're stuck with pretty much this uh, definitive piece of trash. 
Damn. Damn, what a what a quote there. Um yeah, I mean, as as Manny very passionately put it, it's uh it's not getting it's not getting a lot of positive uh reviews or attention or anything along those lines. As a matter of fact, as of right now, it's sitting at a 0.5 user score on Metacritic. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's all. Even get a one point five point five user score average. Deserves it, and that's out of that's out of well over three thousand reviews. So, damn, <clears throat> people Tom are Playbook. not happy. People are really not happy. Um, as far as my experience with it, you know, I I didn't get the the full trilogy. I'm only playing San Andreas, um, you know, through Game Pass, thankfully. And my experience isn't as dire as Manny's. Um, it's <clears throat> it's okay. You know, like it's it's for me, it's playable. The issue I have is that a the game looks more cartoonish than it needs to, like mm-hmm. way more cartoonish than it needs to. Like you dialed up the resolution and all that stuff. And like, I guess like some of the, the colors and like the HDR factor to it, it just makes it look too cartoonish. And like you did so, like certain things to try to fix like the the block hands like Chris and we were talking about a little bit it's like so it's instead of taking these block hands you did this but then like they're not individual fingers you just put like for those of you who are listening basically what i'm saying is all, instead of actually giving them individual fingers they spread the fingers apart and then put little black spaces in between them to give the mm-hmm. illusion of them having fingers but they're essentially still block hands and i always and you know i I remember saying this before like in previous episodes i didn't think that they were going to be able to pull like fix that situation because i felt like you would have had to really redo a large a large portion of the game and like they really literally all they did was just go in and use certain assets to touch up the game i don't think that they really did much i don't think basically what i'm getting at is i don't think that this needed to exist so the Mm -hmm. fact that you have pulled all the old games out of the stores and then you're, you're selling this for, for essentially $60 um, when it didn't need to exist. And again, again, I want to, I want to stress this. You're pulling assets away from GTA six, right? Like you're, I mean, we'd have to assume that you're pulling away development time from GTA Mm six to make something that is being compared to cyberpunk. And I just want to take a second to talk about that. Right. Cause I, when I first heard Paul Tassi's, um, you know, or first read Paul Tassi's review talking about how, like, you know, it's, it's basically like a cyberpunk-esque launch, I was like, that's that's not fair. Like, <laughs> from, from my experience, I was like, you know, cyberpunk's probably a little worse. And then I really sat down and thought about it, and I was like, all you're doing is remastering a game. That's all you're doing, right? Cyberpunk, like, cyberpunk literally was creating something brand new from scratch, Right. And I think his quote is uh, his exact quote in the article was that uh, Cyberpunk 2077 was shooting for the moon and missed. And this GTA Definitive Edition is shooting for the ground and somehow still missed. So, like, it makes sense what what they're getting at. Right. It's like literally all you had to do was take a game that already existed, polish it up a little bit and then push it out there. So, like, and 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 the other thing to me that that like blows my mind is we only got this announced like two months ago. If that, mm-hmm. so it's not like you were on any particular time frame like Cyberpunk, where you <clears throat> you made all these promises in the past and was like, all right, like people are getting upset, we have to push it back, we have to push it back. Like you could have pushed this back easily, and mm-hmm. again, reiterating the fact that this is a remaster of a game that already exists. So like you don't need to do that much to it, other than to just up res 
graphics and whatnot. I I know they said they went in and like redid certain systems. Like the shooting mechanics do feel a little different. Not enough to justify like I, I don't know. I just I don't understand this. Doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. It pisses me off because like now in like in the community's eyes, you kind of Rockstar's like gotten knocked down a peg, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know, man. It's, it's really fucking weird. I should have known this game wasn't gonna have a good launch when uh this game didn't have a delay, just like every other Rockstar game. <laughs> like, but it shouldn't have a delay. Oh, never mind. I know it shouldn't it, have it a shouldn't. delay, but like usually, usually Rockstar like delays games on purpose. Well, not on purpose, but like to basically perfect it. And usually, there's, those titles would come out perfect because they usually take their time. But I forgot what, what studio it was, but I think Rockstar actually bought a studio recently and had them work on this. And I just kind of feel like since. Maybe they're focusing all their attention on Grand Theft Auto Five, the definitive edition. They're probably just like, you know, here, here's this three games. We want you to make it look better, you know, more modern, and upgrade the aiming a bit. Maybe some weapon wheels in it, and then like they just basically gave them the assets they needed and just didn't care. Because you can't just. I I have a hard time believing Rockstar would look at this and give it the green light. Especially with their past titles, like Red Dead Redemption 2 being an amazing game, as well as Grand Theft Auto 5 and Max Payne 3 and all that stuff. Literally everything they've ever come out with. Like, yeah, <laughs> everything they came out was perfect. I don't understand how they, like I said, they can look at this and think it's good. And it's again, it sucks that not only did they pull it out of the storefront, so you're forced to pay it in the $60 paywall. Since like the the old Definitive Edition or the old trilogy used to just be like ten dollars for a game at the Steam Store or PlayStation Store, but not only that, but you're also hunting down these modders that would make the game look even better, and giving them these massive lawsuits just because they're modding the game better than like the Definitive Edition. So like, it's just sad to see how like Rockstar is basically not only like giving up giving us a half-assed game but like also destroying the community that made basically Grand Theft Auto even more fun and relevant since Grand Theft Auto 5 has been out for five years and all people do is like mod it to make it fun like the role-playing stuff and everything yeah. like that it's it's funny you mentioned the modding thing right because I feel like I, I feel like we were talking about this on Xbox um over the weekend but it's like why you literally could have just taken like one of the mods that existed or something mm-hmm. like that, or made your own mod of the game and like hire a modder like, like uh, hire a modder and make that let them polish up the game because people make mods like i know this isn't this isn't the game that we're talking about but like i remember seeing a gta 5 mod mm-hmm. oh my god like if i if i can find the footage i probably won't be able to find it but if i can find the footage i'll put it i'll insert it in here but i remember there's this one mod and like i think they at least gave you the illusion of like ray tracing and stuff, and like oh, I seen that, yeah. Oh my god, it was yeah. fantastic, bro. It's beautiful. And I'm yeah. like, I I know that there are like San Andreas and Vice City mods that aren't necessarily like on that par because it's a it's a very it's a more modern game and all that stuff, but you know, like do similar things in the sense of making it look pretty and all that other stuff, mm-hmm. and not cartoony. Like you couldn't, have, why couldn't you have done that? Like, I, mm-hmm. I I just wonder, I'm sure there's some sort of technical reason, or maybe it was just that Rock, I, I didn't know that piece about Rockstar hiring a different company, for, like, to do this. So, I mean, there's a good chance that, you know, what I said about them taking away assets from GTA 6 probably isn't true, if that's the case. But still, like, you know, 
was there no oversight? Like, are you, you know, like the parent company, like Rockstar North and so on, like, are you not paying attention to that type of stuff? I, I just really wonder what, what went wrong there. It's really interesting to me. Um, mm-hmm. but Chris, I know you didn't necessarily get a chance to play this stuff, but I, you know, I still want to get your opinion on this. Uh, yeah, I downloaded San Andreas. I just haven't touched it yet. I finally, uh, I think I finished downloading last night at some point. Um, I don't understand, y'all. Like, I'm going to be 100% real. Like, I've been saying the last few whole two Virgils out here, man. It don't make no sense. Because, <laughs> and I'm going to regurgitate a lot of what you guys have already said, but, like, I, it, this didn't seem like it was a hard thing to do. <laughs> like, it, mm-hmm. this, this should not have been a hard thing to do. This should have been an easy, little, low-effort thing that you guys did to make a little bit of extra money and to keep people a little bit happy until the next thing comes out. This is all this had to be. I don't understand how you take games that are so old, so well-respected, so... so Like, people love those games, all three of them. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, um... I, yeah, I just don't get it. Like, that thing that Paul Tassi said about shooting at the ground and missing, that is hilarious and also extremely true because there's so much ground. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, how did you miss? This makes literal, literally no sense. The only thing I can say is that I guess they were due for a fuck up at some point, right? Like, it, it had to happen at some point. Yeah. And if it was going to happen with anything that they were doing, I guess I would have preferred it to be on the remaster of whatever the games were, right? <laughs> it's better for it to be this way than GTA 6 to come out and then that be on some cyberpunk level shit because that will really cook them that would crush me that would crush yeah yes that this this is even saying that like the the you know rockstar dropped a peg in the community's eyes i know they're gonna fix this because they have that kind of integrity um i don't know how it got greenlit to begin with but i know they're gonna fix it i know they're gonna make it right Mm -hmm. and i know because of it they're probably gonna even put extra eyes on gta 6 just to make sure it really really is going through a thorough process in terms of being made correctly, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think they were due for a fuck up at some point, man. And if and I, there's a big part of me that's like, even though this is a horrible thing and I think this is unexcusable, I kind of want to give them a pass because they've had such a good run like all these years. This is like, <laughs> it's different with CD Projekt Red because they're still kind of trying to build their empire, right? Mm-hmm. Rockstar the empire, like there is no debate, like that is an empire. A whole empire. Not me. Yeah. So if they fuck up once or twice here and there, especially after everything they've done, it's like I have enough faith in them to to, to write the ship. And again, it's not like they fucked up with a brand new title. They fucked up with some older <laughs> shit. But even though me saying that makes that's it still that, so bad. That yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like that's what makes it worse. It's like bad. it's still bad. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> like, I, like I think it could I think be worse. I definitely have to agree. Like we definitely you know, people are we're gonna give them a pass, right? Like it just makes sense. Yeah. It's a, it's a very low level thing that they fucked up on. Like, <clears throat> like this wasn't something that people were anticipating, right? There really wasn't a lot of hype around it. Um, you know, at least, especially in comparison to Cyberpunk, which was hyped up for like a good fucking four or five years or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just such a, it's like an easy layup. It's just missing a layup. That's yeah. what they did. They just, yeah, it was a buddy. Yeah, it was, just, a, it was a buddy. Missed a layup, bro. Hopefully, uh, you know. With this, it'll be a wake up call to uh, maybe make the definitive edition of GTA Five a little better than what we saw in the trailer. How about we just don't do a, a definitive of... edition? How about yeah. that? 
No, I mean, at this point, it's already coming. You know, so we got yeah, we got to take what we got. So I'm hoping they they look at this and be like, yo, we can't just do this with GTA 5 or else we're going to get shit on again. So hopefully, uh, you know, we see some skip stuff. over 4. They're not going to do Nico and them. Well, they're doing GTA 5 for next gen consoles just because like GTA 5 is still their money maker yeah. essentially to this day. It's just the, the next gen upgrade basically, but they're calling it the I definitive hope, edition. I hope they don't mess with GTA 4. GTA 4 is probably like was easily my personal favorite and probably in my opinion, the best Grand Theft Auto out of all of them. So it's like, very better... funny. That game is hilarious, bro. That game, that game was a true game changer. In my that opinion. game is hilarious, bro. Like the characters in that game are great, man. Mm-hmm. They're really good. They better not mess really up. Good. If they do, then I can never forgive Rockstar for that. Dude, <laughs> that's what I mean. If they do something big, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, before we move on to the next thing, though, I do want to say one thing about like my time with GTA San Andreas. Like diving back in there. For all like the 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 things that I outlined that I don't like about it, like the characters and the story and like the core gameplay, I still feel like like hold up very well. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Like I, I touch it, I know it did. Great yeah, story. I got like at least like a good 10, 15 missions deep, and I'm like, bro, this shit is hilarious. Like this shit is great. Everything yeah. about this, like rolling with CJ and and sweet and big smoke and so on, like just like yeah, this like this feels this still feels good, you know. It's just like yeah. you could get past some of the bugs and all those different things. It's like this is still like a classic game, and it it makes me like I'm I'm not gonna shell out the money, but it makes me want to try Vice City and GTA Three again. Uh, I but, love Vice City. Oof. Yeah, Vice City is really good too. I beat it's- that. I, just, I used to just be the last night and like I love just like the whole story of Vice City of you basically building your own criminal empire. I hope we kind of get something like that in GTA 6. Like we'll build our own criminal empire with like, you know, actually up to date graphics and stuff like that. But just like the whole story, the way everything was built up, that that's definitely one of my favorites. You ain't gotta wait that I long, mean, yo. You can play Saints Row. I can't wait to play build Saints that Row. Oh up. my goodness, yo. Saints <laughs> Row is definitely going to hit, bro. February can't come any faster. Yeah, that is uh, fastly approaching. Absolutely, mm-hmm. man. All right. Well, guys, let's... Uh, I guess we got we got kind of the negative news out of the way, potentially. Um, yeah, get it out of here. Yeah, but uh, let's, let's move on to the next topic here. So, you know, like we talked about at the beginning of the show, uh, Battlefield 2042 came out this past mm-hmm. week. Um, you know, for those of you who got early access, you were able to play starting uh, last Friday. And I think it's officially coming out on Tuesday, which, which would, should be today. If you're listening to it, as Friday of the day, really? It's Friday. Yeah. I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was Friday too. November 19th. You're right. It's the 19th. Yeah. Damn, so we got a whole week. Okay. Well, four days. No, a whole week. Oh, we oh we we got a whole week like Friday like Friday. early early access. Oh, we got, from yeah. the access. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. Early access. We got a whole week. So um, okay. Yeah, damn. That's pretty cool. Um, makes me feel like I was justified in spending my extra money to get that gold edition or whatever. So, dope. Anyways, um, you know it's largely getting pretty good reception. You know, around the community. I know there's a couple people who who have a, a, a couple problems with some of the bugs and like. I know some people have mentioned that the game doesn't feel complete yet. Um, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, but I can see the their their point of view in that regard. Um, personally, for me, this is something I've really needed, man. I've, I've been a huge Battlefield fan since back in, what, 
1942. There was another one that came out, I think, since Battlefield 2, I should say. Since Battlefield 2, I've been playing that game and, and loving it, you know, through Battlefield 3, through Bad Company, 1942, like all the different iterations of the game, even 5 and, and actually 1. Battlefield 1 is one that I could definitely, like, they could scratch that off. Like, I hated that game. <laughs> we don't need to go to World War One. We don't need to go that far back. I'm I'm good. But uh but yeah, all the other ones, you know, I, I've I've really loved them. I've loved the the idea of like the large scale battle, like <clears throat> you know, you being in your individual squad, your squad can determine like what objective you want to tackle or what thing in particular you want to do. Like if there's a big ass like helicopter or AC one thirty that's like terrorizing the map, like you and your team could focus on taking that thing out so you know the rest of the team can um capture objectives or you know what whatever what have you and i just always love the the large skill large scale feel of the game so for me this has been like an absolute dub this 2042 i'm loving all the different aspects of it the grappling hook the the wingsuit oh my god do not get me started on the wingsuit that operator is amazing the fact that she has like all these different grenades that i could my favorite thing is to fucking wingsuit in on something and like if there's a if there's like a helicopter or like a tank in the air or sorry, a helicopter in the air or a tank on the ground because tanks don't fly. Um, <laughs> you could you could pull out like the anti-armor grenade and like toss it in the air and it locks onto something and like blows it up. I just have so much fucking fun with that type of shit. It's just ugh, ugh, makes me feel so good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, with that being said, you know, my experience with this has been extremely positive. Manny, I'm gonna start off with you, man. I want to get your take on this. You know, I know we've been playing this together for a good part of the weekend. So, what do you think about Battlefield so far? I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> nah, it was dope. I really like it. It's finally, you know, about time since we actually got a modern day big massive war game like Battlefield uh, 2042. Uh, the last modern combat Battlefield was uh, Battlefield 4, of course, that came out for the last gen console. Um, yeah, it's, I, I agree. Um, this is definitely a huge dub, especially now since the first-person shooter era of gaming kind of seems a little dry. Well, actually, until today. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Call of Duty Vanguard, a lot of people... I mean, people at first seeing the game good, but you know they're capping because they're getting that Call of Duty hype. But once you get into the reality of Call of Duty, like the game is pretty much bare minimum. All you get is like your playing campaign, which I heard was bad. The zombies mode, I heard they like switched up some things, which made it even bad as well. And how could you mess up zombies, honestly? But and the multiplayer is like pretty bare bones. You got your basic modes, and pretty much people are just playing at this point just to uh, upgrade their weapons for Warzone, which is like. What's the point of shelling $60 or $70 for a game when that's all you're doing? So, I mean, this is a, definitely a duff for Battlefield. Um, a lot of people are enjoying it. The massive open world combat buildings. Well, actually, buildings. I haven't seen a building fall yet, sadly. But, I mean, <laughs> but the, the storm effects is pretty dope, though. Like the hurricanes, sandstorms that you see. I love the maps. The maps are massive. The only one I'm getting tired of is probably like, the map with the border in the middle. Because, like, I, I feel like... The first day we played, we got that map like 10 times in a row, and it was just like, all right, I got it. But, um, yeah, dope game modes. Um, the only thing I'm upset about is even though, like, we do have the traditional Conquest, and I think it's like Breakthrough, which is basically Rush, um, and the Hazard Zone, kind of, I'm kind of upset that, like, we don't have, like, our little, like, smaller combats, like, just, like, take a break of the bigger ones. Like, if you just want to do, like, a quick deathmatch or... Stuff like that. I remember they had like a gun game mode. And actually, 
just real quick, I, before you make that point, did you try Battlefield Portal yet? Because I actually dove into that, and it does have some like smaller uh-huh. scale war stuff. Uh-uh. See, I haven't touched Portal, so look at me. I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, I mean, don't. Another thing that was actually disappointing was, and I mean, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but like, I feel like the gun list was pretty bare, though. That's the only thing I have. There was only two LMGs, I think. Mm. And I'm a big LMG guy. I love LMGs. I used to rock with the gun, the LWS, I think, that looked like the Patriot from Metal Gear Solid oh, I know 3. What you're talking about. Yep. I know so, what you're talking about. Like, you know, it's sad to see that they have like a little bit of guns, but I'm sure, you know, future updates, they'll probably bring more in. But at, at the moment right now, it's pretty bare with that. That's the only thing, my, that's the only complaint I have. I could definitely agree with you. <clears throat> Here's the one thing that I I think is part of the problem. They have Battlefield Bad Company guns. I think Battlefield Three guns, Battlefield Four guns, but they're in Portal, and they're not in the Warfare or the mm-hmm. Hazard Zone modes. And I don't know if that's something that they could like, you know, pop up in there or like what what the plan is. But I I would have to believe that they are planning on adding more guns to like the 2042 world because yeah I agree just it's bare bones for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, but yeah, Chris, Chris, this is your uh, your first Battlefield. I know. Did did you get a chance to play it? Yeah, I played a couple games. Okay, couple games. okay. I didn't get to experience the storm or anything like that, but <clears throat> excuse me, but I did play a couple games. You know what I'm saying? Um, the movement and all that stuff is very fluid, even though I have to, like, remember there's not, like, a slide. So, like, the, my first time playing, I'm running, and I'm like, right, let me run a slide, run slide. I'm so used to doing that, like, all these other games. And then he went prone, and I was like, are you not sliding? <laughs> so I tried to do it a couple more times. I was like, all right, it doesn't do it like I want to do it. That's cool. I got to use that. But, um, yeah, it's very, very fluid. I think my main complaints are more the respawns. I, I, I don't like the whole animation when you're dying and then you kind of like have to wait a couple seconds and then you can choose what part of the map you want to go to. Or unless there's a way to skip it, and I don't know how to do it yet. But I don't know, that just gets really annoying to me after a while. When it's like, you get shot, and you're like, you got to watch the whole thing. and I, I don't like it. I like, are you talking about, about like when you're down and waiting to get revived? Well, no. Well, yeah, you could choose to get revived if you want to, or you could choose to just pick a different spot on the map to res, right? Right. That's usually the two options I see. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not like an instant thing. It's usually like you get shot or whatever, and then yeah, yeah I know what you're you saying. have to like wait a couple seconds before you can choose it. I don't know why for me it throws me off a little bit, because especially if I got killed in a way that I didn't like. Right, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> get pissed somebody, off. You want to get back in? Yeah, yeah. it's like I want to. Quick. And then I don't know, it's kind of like derails me for a quick second. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish that was like a setting or whatever that they could just like let you just take out on it because that's like a minute thing. I don't know if I'm the only person out there feeling that, but that kind of annoyed me slightly. And um, I the, the only well, the only so you're saying you want to skip like the the like down and chance like to you get gotta take out thing? those whole three seconds thing. Well, no, I want to get revived if there's a chance to do it. But I just think it should be instantaneous. I don't need to see the whole my guy getting shot and crippling to the ground and all that stuff. I don't mm-hmm. need that. I know what you're talking about. Like, I you know how you yeah. die and, like, the camera pans at the person that killed you? Right, yeah. I can skip that every single time. It's just <laughs> one of those things I do not need. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, he killed you. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Yeah. But like, it's one of them things where it's like, um, in other games, when I die, it's a bad habit, but I'm sitting there mashing it. Like, get me back in, get me back in. So like, yeah, in other games, I'm, I'm, I don't know, it's like a bad habit that's like in me to kind of like mash the button to hurry up and res myself and get back in. And um, like Gooby, I was talking to Danzara earlier. Do you know that game mode that's in COD, um, headquarters? Yeah. The one when you die and you're sitting there waiting, I hate that game mode. It gets on my nerves so bad because it's like, it's worse than the, the battlefield thing. You literally have to sit there and just wait for the whole thing to end and then you get thrown back in. It is easily, easily the worst game mode in COD. I hate it. <laughs> I don't like anything. That that is like not for Are you serious? I used to smack in that game. Oh, yeah, I like that quarter, but, but I didn't care I, for the I, I don't like that aspect, man. I hate that part. With, that, with the spawn timer, then I don't know if you're going to like Halo because there's a spawn timer in that, too. In every game type? or I don't feel like it's that. I feel like the spawn timer in Halo is really not that different from Destiny, so I don't think he'd be bothered by it that much. If it, is it like how it is in Splitgate, or is it different? That. I don't remember how it is in Splitgate to be honest. Yeah, Splitgate's pretty pretty instant. It's not like a big weight. It's better than Battlefields if you ask me. <laughs> but. I mean, it's not. It's something like Battlefields. Battlefield is set up the way it's set up for a reason, right? It's like okay, you mm-hmm. pick. Well, let me rephrase that. The the like extra part where there's like three seconds of you sh- like seeing a person. I don't understand what the design decision is there other than to, I guess, feel like you've been fucking humiliated because that's really what it feels <laughs> like the purpose of it is for. Uh, but like the rest of the experience around like, OK, like you're down, you're waiting for somebody to revive you. And then once you decide like, OK, I'm just going to die and respond, like you have to choose where you go. That's like a deliberate thing. That's like a core element yeah, of sure. that field, right? But but like. Halo's nothing like that. It's just like you just wait a couple seconds and then you respond. So I don't think you're gonna have a, a huge problem with it. But um, you know, it's it's funny though because like when you brought that up, I never like like at no point I've in all my years of playing Battlefield, like I never thought of that as being like a thing that anyone would either like or not like. It was just like this is Battlefield. This is just the way it is, you know. So it was like crazy when you said it to me the other day, and I'm like. Oh shit! Like that is different, huh? <laughs> like it's it's just always been a, like a part of Battlefield. It's it's weird to me mm-hmm. to to think about it that way. But like in a, in a sense, like that it's something that I also love about that game. Is like um, there was a scenario, Manny, when we were playing yesterday. I think it was that night map with like all the the shipping containers and shit. And I think Isaiah was like on the top of. I don't even know what it is, like a crane or something like that. Oh, crane. Oh, yeah, the crane. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like he was up on top of the crane, and then we kept respawning on him. And I was like, like when Chris mentioned that to me, I was like, that couldn't exist in any other game if you didn't have that mechanic. And that moment was so fucking dope because Isaiah was just up there, sniping people. And then I like jumped down and like swooping with my wingsuit. I'd get a kill or two, and then I would die because that spot was like so hot. But then I just respawned back on Isaiah jumped back in and did the same thing over and over again. And um I don't know I I love that aspect of the game. Like that stuff is cool. It's like it's like you die and then it's like as soon as you die, you're formulating a plan in your mind of like what the fuck am I going to go do next? Like okay, is my team still alive in that area? If like if I died by a tank, it's like okay, if my team's still alive in that area, I'm going to make sure I have an RPG out, I'm going to make sure I have my grenades out, I'm going to respawn and I'm going to go fuck that thing up. You know, like there's there's always like a plan that you formulate. And I think 
And that, that's actually one of the reasons why I wanted to play the game with you, Chris, because like I also think that playing it with a squad is like a it's like a whole mm-hmm. different experience yeah. with like every other game. But but like in this game in particular, like running in as a squad is just fucking amazing. Um, mm, 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 mm. I'm having such a good time with the game, man. Like thinking back to like some of the, the things that was happening the other day, like. Like, my thing is, like, blowing up fucking helicopters. Like, I just love doing that so much. And, like, I'm so relentless with it. Um, actually, to the point where I don't like that hazard zone mode as much because there are no helicopters to blow up. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. But, like, there'll be moments, man, where, like, I, I think I have a clip of it, so I might throw it in here, if anything. But... There was this one moment where it was a helicopter like flying around the area that we were in and then like it flew and it saw that I locked on and it shot out its little flares and then went down. And I was like, nah, you're not getting away from me. As I like ran to the other side and then he came back up and I was like, all right, bet. Locked on, hit him with one. I was like, how is he not? How did he not blow up? Ran all the way to the other side. I was like, I'm going to get you, bro. (laughs) And sure enough, like I locked on. Wow. I think it, it killed like either two or three people or something like that, but. Mm-hmm. moments like that man it's just yeah. like those battlefield experiences are so fun and then like we didn't even get into the the like the storms and all that type of stuff that happens yeah. that shit is dope like i think manny you and i were in the game when we uh first not when we first saw the tornado but there was a moment with the tornado we were trying to figure out how we could like wingsuit in yeah Bro, that was fun when i tell you <laughs> and like the wingsuit is so fun to activate. It's easy to activate, so you don't even have to be that high off the ground. Mm-hmm. So, like, we're in the thick of the storm, and I'm just, like, jump up on a little platform, and I jump off, and I, like, take the wingsuit out. And that shit said, <laughs> it just, like, took me. It was just, like, like, I just kept going around and around. I didn't know exactly how to get out of it, but, like, there was a moment that passed where I just kind of, like, came out of the, the hurricane, and I could, like, fly wherever it is that I wanted. Man, mm-hmm. listen. That is so goddamn fun. I like uh. <laughs> it's dope, man. It is so dope. It's so dope. Um yeah, but, yeah, you you really do, man. That is like that is an experience and a half. Um, but yeah, Manny, you know, I know you talked about a, a couple other things, but like I want to get your take on the hazard mode mode. Um it's like, you know, we've 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 covered it before, so it's like kind of the closest thing that we're getting to like a battle royale type of thing. Um, you know, what do you think about the mode? You know, would you prefer a battle royale mode? Do you like the way that they implemented this? What do you think? It's definitely is a good take because you know every battle royale has basically been the same formula. You drop in, get your loot, and do your thing. Has its own. You just pretty much drop in random spots that the game picks for you, and it'll tell you these zones that you got to pick up the data drives. You go in, pick up your drives, and leave and extract. You got two extracting times, and it sounds simple, but it ain't. <laughs> but um, I actually like the idea. Um, there's some things I do wish that can be changed, but um, I'll start off with the good, of course. Um, you know, I do like the mix of, like, the PvPVE type of thing where you're facing these AIs and real people because you kind of use that to your advantage. It could be a little annoying at times, but, like, overall, it's, like, a good way to, like, farm for more cash because you kind of need cash to get better weapons for the start. Um, I do like the, you know, the weapon systems that you buy your weapons, you buy your loot, um, you can buy like a revive station or whatever for your boys for when they die and all that kind of stuff before the game to prepare yourself. That's pretty dope as well. Um, 
one thing that you know could be fixed those those AIs with those trucks, man. They be <laughs> they. I don't know if they really AIs or they like devs playing with us because they be too good sometimes. Bro, they be rolling up with the truck, gunning us down. I'm like, yo, they don't miss. They don't miss. <laughs> I definitely thought that one time that they were real, and then y'all were like, nah, they're bots. I'm like, bro. Yeah, and I saw AI over there, and I was like, there ain't no way these are bots. Yeah. But, like, one, a couple things I do wish they had. Um, probably starters. Um, I kind of wish that maybe they added, um, like, a duos, you know, solos kind of thing, mm. because... Um, having to be tied down to a four-player squad just to play the mode is kind of bad, especially when you have, like, that one trash, like, third or whatever. Um, Fourth, you yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think that's probably actually it, you know? Uh, other than that, I'm actually enjoying the mode. Um, there's not really, like, anything to really say bad about it, except for, like, maybe that aspect of having having solos or duos, but other than that, it's pretty, it's pretty dope. Uh, Additional game mode, the first take on this kind of mode, I think, that we've seen so far until we get, like, the Ghost Recon version. But, you know, I'll say it's a nice little dub. I'd agree. Change of pace, you know? Definitely definitely a big-time change of pace. And even within the mode that, like, so many things can change in any given moment. Like, when you're playing Conquest, right, like, the, the main Battlefield mode, like, it's pretty much all go, 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 go. Like, you're rushing to get every objective and like you know seize control of this location seize control of that location um hazard zone is definitely can be a much quieter thing because you're really just trying to like focus on getting the data drives like you you know you get like a scanner as a default to find where all the drives are when you get to certain locations there are like bots everywhere that you have to you normally would have to kill but you're also Mm -hmm. racing to get there before other players so sometimes there's some really intense standoffs and especially with the extraction points those moments can be absolutely insane like many were the very yeah you you were there the very first time we played that mode yeah, you were definitely there because you took my freaking operator and I was pissed. Anyways, uh, remember we went into the elevator and then we got to the top mm-hmm. floor and like we didn't know. This, so again, very first time playing the mode, had no idea what was going on. Generally, when you get to an extraction point, there are bots there in addition to potentially also being like real players there. So we open the door <clears throat> and it's just players i like i still don't remember if it was ar players it's probably a combination they had of both. to be real they had to be because you're already camping dude. bro but like dudes were just camped up there we were like stuck in this this elevator sh- like shaft and we were just blasting bro and somehow we made it out i don't understand how we were like oh shit like doors open it was just like <laughs> it was like you know metal gear solid where you see the the little like uh that's mixer point over their heads it's like mm-hmm. it's like oh sh-. like and they all turn and everybody's like oh and we're all just like shooting shooting <laughs> shooting 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 and like i don't i still don't understand how we made it either but we did we got on the helicopter and then we made it out and extracted our drives but that was like one hell of an experience for like it being the very first time to play that mode it was just really really cool to to experience that and, and see how it all plays out. Um, so yeah, I would I would have to say Battlefield overall a big 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 dub. Oops, I gotta play more. Yeah, man, we, we definitely do. We definitely do. Flaking, man. Yeah, uh-huh. that's all right though. There's plenty of time for that. There's there's a lot to play, man. There's a lot to play. So sadly, man. Don't let. <laughs> well, you know, guys, uh, there's even more to play now. Uh, you know, bringing us to our final topic here, you know, the Xbox 20th anniversary celebration. 
was today as of as of this recording um microsoft you know hit us with a, a pretty quick i would say like 30 minute um event you know where they kind of celebrated the history of xbox they gave us a couple cool cool little things like um i think that one of the first things that i remember was that they announced a documentary that's coming out uh manny you're gonna have to help me on the name i i, I want to say it's like power power on or something like that i forgot what the name was called but like the it was a, it's a nice little six-part documentary that i definitely will be you know watching because it definitely did look interesting where you're showing like basically how it all started and all these people coming in and offices and you know, bothering meetings and everything like that just to shut out this idea. So, like, you know, I'm definitely gonna watch that. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. So it is called it's called Power On: The Story of Xbox. So it's gonna debut on December 13th. It's gonna be on YouTube and um, a, literally a, a bajillion other places like Redbox and Roku and so on and so forth. So like Redbox. Yeah, I know. Really, really random, but like yeah, they're random, yeah. they're really trying to get it out there. I mean, it's it seems like a really cool ass story. Like literally from the inception of the Xbox all the way up to the Xbox Series X and where we are now. And like, you know, Phil Spencer is pretty straight up and saying like it's not like a, it's not. It's not like a celebration necessarily, right? Like of like of all triumph. It's like they they really get into it. Like even, you know, the well he alluded to the fact that even the dark days of like the Xbox One and where that all came from and Don Matrick and all that stuff, like the TV 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 days that pretty much kind of held Xbox back significantly. Like they're gonna get into all that stuff. And I'm I for one I'm very, very excited to see it. Very curious to see how, you know, they depict a lot of the things. Um that go on with xbox but you know uh that's that's one aspect of it but we got a couple other big ones um first thing is backwards compatibility they're increasing that pretty significantly so uh we're getting 70 new games all of which are going to be getting auto hdr um some of which are going to get the fps boost i think all of them are getting resolution boost as well um so like up to a four times boost on series x and a three times boost on series s so like Pretty big, big games. Um, um, I think all the Max Payne series will be discussed. Uh, what else, Manny? What else we got on there? The Fear franchise, I believe, like the four games they had. Um, you gotta have Skate. You know what I'm saying? Skate Two. That I was excited for that because Skate Two is my personal favorite. But uh, they only had one and three get backwards combat. But it's a, a huge dub in my opinion. They got, you know, Chris's, Chris's uh, favorite favorite Manhunt. Man yeah, <laughs> spoken into existence, baby. <laughs> oh, also Mortal Kombat Nine. Mortal Kombat Nine. I'm excited because like that was my personal favorite. Yeah, yeah. A lot of I mean a lot of big stuff. Even like some of the Star Wars games, Star Wars Jedi mm-hmm. Knights Two, oh. SpongeBob. Is Marvel vs. Capcom on there? No. Oh. I know. Damn. You got to speak of more so it comes to existence. You know, I, that would have been one of my first. I would have said that off rip. Marvel vs. Capcom. That uprest too. Oh my god! I I really 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 think I like. I really deeply believe they are going to remaster that game for like next gen. I really really think they are. I hope so, man. But I don't want it to be new. Just do it how it was with new graphics. That's it. Same yeah. amount of characters and everything. I want that big ass world globe thing. <laughs> Even the music. Bring the music back. <laughs> I'm gonna take it over. Mm. I want all that, all that, all that. I do too, man. So many people do as well. So like, I think that's that's like money that Capcom's sitting on, bro. Don't be like Capcom, Capcom. 
Don't be like Rockstar. Don't fuck this up, okay? Don't fumble the bag. Just keep it real simple. Up-res mm-hmm. the graphics. Give us, like, 120 frames. That'd be pretty cool. Um, and then just give us the game that you already had, you know? Just keep it simple. Keep it simple, stupid. All right? I need every character that was there before in this one. All of them. Blackheart, Silver Samurai. We need all the shitty characters. All of them. All of them. <laughs> Arthur. We need all of them. All of them. I will, you do not take not one character out of this game and sell it for DLC or on a season pass or nothing like that. Make the game right. You know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, though, that's probably the only like problem with them making this is like, I wonder if there are licensing issues with getting all those characters. True, true, true. Probably now. Spider-Man yeah. and all that stuff. Like, Sony owns that. So. There was, like, two different versions of Wolverine in that game. There's a lot of mm-hmm. characters in that shit, bro. Like... I think X-32 was A lot. Yep. Yep. If I were to guess the Damn. problem, it would end up being, like, the Spider-Man characters and whether or not Sony would be willing to make that kind of deal. Because mm-hmm. that's almost always the problem, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Yeah. it's Sony always... always <laughs> Sony almost fucked up the MCU. Like, nobody, bro, ever. Oh, ever. Yeah, yeah. They they play hard to get. And I need yeah. Spider Man because he's top five in that game. Oh, fast. Like, there's no mm-hmm. one fastest player in the game. I need Spider Man. Need. Yeah, you can't need. not have him. He's like, he's such an important element of that shit. Yeah. Like, oh. When he do that thing and he go in the corner and he be like, Maximum Spider. It's done. <laughs> it's done, bro. It's done. You're oh. done. Classic, classic. Oh man, Capcom, please come on now. We're speaking it into existence here, bro. Let's manifest that right now. Got it. I'm here for it. Uh, but yeah, um, moving on. So, you know, uh, outside of all the, the backwards compatibility stuff, which was actually pretty awesome, um, you know, sure. there's there's actually some rumors that this may be like the end of the backwards compatibility program. Um, you know, they didn't confirm anything, so like this is all hearsay at this point, but. There's some rumors that, you know, this was kind of their last ditch effort and that they're going to be focusing on some more, uh, more like fan requested features like for the Xbox, which would be cool. I mean, as long as like that team has done such a good job with that program, like obviously like all, all those features that we talked about, auto HDR, the FPS mm-hmm. boost and all that stuff, like to to be able to have brought that to hundreds and hundreds of games, like old games and preserving those old games absolutely amazing so like that team like hats off to them i i would love to see whatever it is that they're working on next within the xbox uh ecosystem because it's going to be a big deal for sure um but yeah too oh god Uh, uh, (laughs) i mean as long as that if that encompasses some way into this metaverse i'm cool with it you know what now that i think about it i wouldn't be surprised if that's what they want to go work on something to do with the metaverse Mm. Ugh, we need we need to put that word down for a little bit, man. I feel like we, yeah, <laughs> Zuckerberg got us fucked up. We're talking about that man. shit way too much now. Um, yeah, check three. <laughs> oh, shit. For real. Uh, but yeah, the the next thing we got is um, you know, some Halo news. You know, a little bit of Halo news. Uh, starting off with the Halo TV show. So that's apparently going to be on Paramount Plus. So just a, another streaming service for you to go and go and jump Take on. Take my money. <laughs> but yo, I gotta say, man, the first like it was it was very like quick teaser. We saw someone's back. We saw I think I think it was Chief put on a helmet or something like that, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. But it was all like quick teasers basically. But you know, from what they saw so far, the tone that they struck with that little teaser, I'm pretty excited about. I can't wait to see more. Um they they've pretty much said flat out it's gonna be coming in twenty twenty two. We don't know if it's at the the beginning or the end of it, but you know, I'll take it. 
Uh, when it comes out, you know we're about to watch it. You know we're going to be talking about it here. So Absolutely. Stay tuned for that. But, you know, the, the thing that everybody really wants to talk about here, you know, Microsoft 343, they really came out here and just shadow dropped Halo Infinite multiplayer, ladies and gentlemen. Today, as of right now, you could download Halo Infinite. They, they're calling it a beta. But it, I mean, it's it's the game. It's it's the it's the multiplayer. It's the full multiplayer. You know, um, all the maps that that are that's supposed to be available at launch. You can get the battle pass, all that stuff. Um, I mean, the game's out, ladies and gentlemen. And if you remember correctly, and if I can find it, I'm pulling the clip up right here. Hmm. I said it here on this podcast. I said it would make the most sense to release <laughs> the game on the 20th anniversary of Halo and Xbox. And sure enough. You know, they were listening, you know, another another one of those moments where, you know, your boy, you know, manifested some shit. Just, you know, I'm going to take the credit, whatever. So but they ain't fully releasing, man. I know, I know. Campaign. I know, yeah. yeah. If they had dropped the campaign, if they completely dropped the whole thing, oh, my God, it would be, it'd be a whole different yeah. thing. But, um, wild. yeah, but I think it's smart that they did it the way they did it because, A, obviously you drummed up hella hype, like Twitter was going crazy. Steam was basically down because, like, people were saying they were having a hard time downloading the yeah. game through Steam. Um, fucking the Xbox servers were probably cramped up a little bit because they were out here. They still got their 4 million players on Forza, plus all these people trying to get Halo. Like, I really want to see what the numbers look like for Halo because this is going to be crazy. But it's smart to do it this way because you slap a beta tag on it, so there's no pressure necessarily, right? People aren't expecting it to be, like, fully done and cooked in the same way that you would expect it to be on December in December. Um, and you give it time for like your servers to catch up too. Right. So mm-hmm. it's like, all right, people are slowly going to be buying or downloading it, downloading it, downloading it. And like, it's not going to, I mean, so far, you know, Manny and I've been playing it all afternoon and it's, it's been buttery smooth. Things have been going very well, you know, outside of the downloads, like being a little bit slower than usual, everything else has been like picture perfect. So it's a good idea to do it this way. You know, you're, you've basically already stress test your servers previously with some of the technical tests, but releasing it this way, you know, you give yourself some time. Like, I, I just feel like it's such a smart way to do it. You drummed up the hype. You've also given yourself some time. Um, and you just, you made like a really great product. So, you know, I, again, hats off to Microsoft. They really crushed mm-hmm. this. You know, we, we didn't get like a ton of news from this Xbox 20th anniversary uh, event, but like we got enough, you know, like, we, we we're celebrating Xbox, you know, and, and obviously Halo is very synonymous with Xbox. Um, you know, they even said it straight up. It's like there would be no Xbox without Halo and, and mm-hmm. probably vice versa. So, um, yeah, for Halo to, to close out the event and for us to get like that big of an announcement, it's just absolutely amazing. So with that being said, Manny, I know, you know, Chris, you haven't got a chance to play yet, but your first uh, couple hours of Halo Infinite, you know, how's it feeling? You enjoying it? Let's bro, man, before I got on, bro, I was playing this intensive-ass match of capture the flag, bro. Like, I'm talking about 2-2 tie. We had to go to overtime. That was probably one of my best games because I had, like, a quick 22 bomb with, like, I think 10 deaths. Not the greatest, you know, stat line, but, you know, when you're new to the game, you know, it's a sign of, you know, congratulate yourself, boy. Right. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm enjoying it, man. Like, 
the way the game feels, it feels great in my opinion. I haven't encountered too many bugs for a beta for a game that's supposed to come out a month later, but we're, you know, experiencing now. So like the fact that we're not getting too much bugs, multiplayer matches has been kicking off relatively quick. Um, it actually feels great. I'm enjoying it. And I'm glad that they did it without any backlash. Absolutely. Like, yeah, I mean, there was like a, a brief moment there after the event where like I couldn't get in because they didn't push the update out or if they did push the update out, like there was some server problems there. But I want to say what well, was probably like a half an hour after the event, maybe a little under that. Like I was mm-hmm. able to download it. I was in. I was playing. The one thing I had to say, man, like <clears throat> when we played the the beta, I was having a hard time getting the controller mode that made me feel the most comfortable. It was like, okay, like I can play, like for those of you who don't know, I play bumper jumper everything. Any game, any first person shooter that I can get into, like I'm jumping with my left bumper all day because I don't want to take my right thumb off the stick. Like it just, it just works for me. So the bumper jumper in this Halo Infinite is more traditional Halo bumper jumper where you're, um, you're sprinting with A, I think it is. And then like some of the other controls are a little off. And like, I want it to be like, hey, uh, sorry, like Destiny. Like I want to sprint with left stick. I want to still jump with left bumper and all that stuff. The great thing about this game is that you can remap any button that you want at any point in time. Um, And you don't have to do it through the Xbox. You do it straight in the menu of Halo. uh, So it doesn't like fuck up some of the other games or anything like that. Now, like they had this in the original, like the tech test and all that stuff. But like, I couldn't get the right thing down. And today, like, it finally happened. Like, I got everything down. Coincidentally, I also fixed my uh, Elite controller with some motivation from uh, Manny and uh, our boy uh, Fat Rabbit. So shout out to him. Um, And it's just like, bro, everything just felt perfect, man. I got my fucking Elite controller back. I got the controls right for Halo. I'm out here just mm, like, uh, oh, man, it just it feels so good, bro. I feel like I'm back in like fucking like freshman year of college where i got myself like battlefield and i got halo i'm missing i'm i'm missing out on my good call of duty though so you know we'll we'll like taper that to the side but i remember back back in freshman year of college we had halo 3 had battlefield 3 as well like it's just a great time man taking me back yeah man see it mm. back when times were simple man well at least we got wars on <laughs> back when times were simple Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Oh, well, yo, Chris, you know, I know you're downloading it now, but you know, what do you? What's your take on the whole event? The fact that you know we're getting this Halo stuff, like, what's going on? Um, what do you think? The biggest thing I can say is just, you know, it just shows a lot of confidence in the product that they've created. You know, um, shit, I would argue that most uh, most games that are on the horizon at the release date start to get closer and closer, and they're like, damn, I wish we had another week or two. With, with them doing this, I mean, maybe they're thinking that with the campaign, which I, I I don't think so, but maybe. The fact that they, they dropped their multiplayer part, though, like, yeah, we're good. We feel like it's good enough. We don't got to worry about anything else. And like you said, they slapped the beta thing on it, but yeah, they're doing that just because they have to. It's not like they're literally looking for us to iron out bugs or anything like that for them anymore, it doesn't seem like. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, a lot of other games won't do this. COD, I don't think, will will do this. COD will give you a couple weekends here and there of, like, the beta testing, but I don't see them releasing their multiplayer almost a month in advance just because. And, 
yeah, no, nah, just supreme confidence. That's all I can say. Is is just it's good to see. You know, they've been a little down for a little bit. Come back with their new thing, and then they're really, really inspired by what they've done, and then they, you know, they they they're out here. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. Not a lot of it. You don't see a lot of other game developers doing this at all, man. Not like how this is being done. So, and I also think it's um, aside from the confidence factor, this <sighs> Xbox is getting a lot of W's lately. I gotta mm-hmm. be real with you, man. Like it's, it's a lot of W's, but this is one of the bigger ones I would say within the last few months. Um, I know you said you're curious to see the the, the numbers on you know the the player base or whatever. Well, the numbers I want to see is how many people are out, like, really trying to force getting an Xbox, you know, Series X or whatever to be able to play this newer game, you know what I mean? Like, I want to see if this game finally dropping spikes numbers, even though I don't know if they'd be skewed slightly, because I don't know if a lot of things are still backwarded like how they were a few months ago. Like, it's still just as hard to get one now as it was before. Oh, yeah, def- definitely. Definitely, yeah. yeah. It's hard to get them. I've been seeing some things, uh, like, some posts online showing, like, a lot of series S's sitting in stock. So like series X is definitely the thing that people are focusing on getting, but I would be curious about how many people are like, all right, fuck it. I can't get an X. I got to get an S halos out now. Let's mm-hmm. go. You know, like, like that's a, that's another aspect of it too, is like, bro, that pushes sales to a completely different standpoint. Like yeah. I know that the, the halo, uh, like special edition Xbox just came out today too. So there's mm-hmm. definitely like a decent amount of people who are rushing out there to get that. And um, you know, that's great. But yeah, I, I really want to see like what the people who are waiting until December for when it really hits, like now that there's like, Oh shit, the multiplayer is here. Like I want to see what those numbers look like. Cause shit, it's going to be crazy. And then let's not even, let's, let's not forget like this game is also free to play on PC, you know, like mm-hmm. that's a, that's a whole different thing to factor in now. Like that, the number, the player count, bro. The player count can look. This could, this could be one of the biggest launches like in gaming history. This could be. Yeah, Activision's punching the air right now. I'm gonna be real <laughs> with you, like dead ass, because you know, like you said earlier, man, Vanguard's getting some really, really shitty reviews. It's getting dragged pretty bad by a lot of people. And I'm almost positive they were in their heads like, yo, well, you know, we got a couple of weeks before and much of a call it comes out. So, you know, let's 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 get it right, but we gotta get it good before December. And today happens, and you're like, what? Because <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? now it's like you have no breathing room. Now you really gotta get your shit together. Cause if you don't, like y'all gonna fuck around and have a lot of your player base be taken away if you don't fucking get your shit right. So mm-hmm. Especially it's uh, for $3.99. Yes. You know what I mean? Facts. Yeah, it's... it's mm, you, you're right Game about Pass that, bro. Too. We gotta look at that, too. I want to see how many people jumped on Game Pass as soon as this shit hit. I want to see that, too. We want to see all these numbers. Well, it's free to play yeah. regardless of Game Pass. So, oh. yeah, it's, it's just flat-out free to pay. Yeah, play. <laughs> the campaign yeah, yeah. is really what you would need to pay for to play. And that's, that's not... That's still not to December. So I don't know if that'll push those numbers yet probably but, not i didn't realize that well, who okay. knows? For that. Who knows? yeah i mean you know again you know we, we talked about it before there's still there's still a couple more wins for microsoft to get this this year i mean uh you know the, the game awards is is that's a whole nother conversation right there there's probably about to be yeah. some really heavy hitters right especially considering 
we didn't get any other crazy announcements like outside of, you know, the, the I would I would call this more like the backwards compatibility stuff and all that. And like the Halo TV show, I would call that more housekeeping. Like these were things that you kind of needed to like talk about because people want more backwards compatibility games. And then people have been clamoring to figure out what the heck is going on with this Halo TV show. So you had to tell us something. Um, obviously, the Halo Infinite thing is not something that, that they needed to do. But it was a big it was a big W. But we didn't get any updates on any other aspects of, of Microsoft, right? We didn't get any acquisition talk, any new game teases, not even reflecting on any of the old games that are not old games, but any of the games that were already announced. Like we didn't get anything on on Fable or Perfect Dark or anything along those lines. Yeah. So, I mean, you'd have to imagine that they're going to, you know, they're going to show us a pretty decent amount at the Game Awards. Um, it's already been teased. And so, you know, we'll we'll definitely have to wait and see what that looks like. Tomorrow, actually, we're going to be getting the uh, it's, it's funny that I said this last week, but literally tomorrow, uh, as of this recording. So Tuesday, we're going to be getting the Game Awards nominations like Jeff Keighley has a, has a whole event set up and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. we're definitely getting them. So next week, guys, we're going to dive into all that stuff. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll leave it there for now. We'll talk to you guys again next week. But Pray before, for Forza. Forza. <laughs> Bro, oh, I gotta stick that we, in there. Yeah, because I already we, we gonna I'm keep it a close to be disappointed when we see this tomorrow. I really am. I don't think they're gonna give it the love. We'll see. Nah. We'll see. We'll do, nah. I, 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 at this point, bro, anything is possible. <laughs> so, I do think Deathloop is gonna be in that conversation, and I think eventually. It may, oh yeah. It may oh yeah. But um, but yeah, we'll see you guys tomorrow, and then uh, of course, you know, we're we're gonna talk about it next week. We're gonna, you know, like we do. Download the content, bring it straight to you. Mm-hmm. So, Manny, before we go, you know, take us out of here. Where uh, where can the people find you? You already know. You can fat. You can find me out in uh, Halo Infinite, uh, Gamertag, Goomaster Flex. If you want to stress, you know, we in the Halo version. You know what I'm saying, um, Twitch.tv slash Goomaster Flex, of course, as well as Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, Goomaster Flex. Um, Instagram is a little different. Goomaster Flex underscore TTV. And that's it, pretty much. All right, all right, Mister uh, Mister Penpal. Where can the people find you, bro? I don't do pen pals, <laughs> but y'all can find me at the. Uh, am I pointing there? Uh, 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 too much. There, there, there you go. There, there you go. go. You got it. <laughs> See it, May twenty fifth. M A Y two five T H X X on everything. So, yeah. All right, all right, thank you. And uh, for me, guys, you can just can find me at Black Ice Eight. You see it right there in the. Ooh, I'm doing the same, making the same mistake as this guy. See it right there in the bottom corner there at Black Ice Eight everywhere on Xbox, uh, Twitter, uh, Twitch.tv slash Black Ice Eight. Uh, the only difference is on the Instagram and the TikTok, it's going to be Black Ice Eight underscore Gaming. Um, and also, guys, make sure to check out the podcast. We're, uh, you know, we're getting getting uh, some more traction on Twitter. So definitely check us out at XPAC Pod on Twitter, um, at XPAC Pod on Instagram, and then on TikTok, it's Expansion Pack Podcast. So thank you guys for listening. Again, thank you guys for watching. For those of you who are watching, make sure to uh, like and subscribe. You already know the drill. Peace. We will check you guys out next week. Peace. <laughs>